Colleen and I spoke to David Taplin, a learning skills counsellor from UTS Counselling, and got his top tips on time management and note-taking. Hi there, I'm David Taplin. I'm one of the counsellors in the counselling service, which is part of Student Services Unit. My specific role is the learning skills counsellor, and I meet with students in conversations about how to learn effectively and how to be efficient and organised with study. So our first question would be, what is good time management? Good time management is making sure that you're able to get done the things that are important to you within the time frame that's appropriate to get those things done. In order to get the things that you wanted to done, what would be your key tips in managing time efficiently and effectively? So really, when we say management, we really mean self-management which is about prioritisation and organisational strategies. Why do you think it's a good practice to start managing your time even though it's still pretty early in the semester? The reason I think that you would start thinking about time and self-management right from probably week minus one is because what you do at university is really hard work for your brain. Thinking kind of takes brain energy. And what is what's referred to in the literature as what we know of cognitive load. And if you are managing yourself and managing your time well, what happens is some of the aspects of your organisational and planning tasks become automatised, become automatic, and therefore they're not requiring intense thinking effort. Therefore, there's more thinking, you know, power inverted commas available for the key thinking tasks of university, which is kind of like learning the content of the subjects. Getting into a habit so you don't need to think about like, oh, I need to do this today, more like it's something that I should be doing to make sure I'm on track of things. Exactly. And that's basically, you know, we often associate habits with bad habits, but actually good habits are really good. And if you've got a plan and structure to your week, and your semester that reflects doing things in an organised, regular routine way, there's a lot less effort involved in that process of initiating a task, which is often where many students become derailed, is like once they finally get started with a task, they're able to do the task, but then there's a whole lot of avoidance and procrastination and delay with actually starting the task. And that's where some of the time and self-management strategies are really helpful because it allows you to push into that getting started earlier. So the last part of the semester is significantly less stressful. I know one key task that I would assume that all students go through is note-taking, especially like during class or just making notes for finals. When do you think is the most effective time for note-taking? Like after class, before class, during class, like... Yes, to all those times. So I I would think of note-taking or effective note-taking as a process rather than an event in time, particularly if you're doing subjects which have flipped tasks. The note-taking process would start prior to class in relation to some of the preparation work that academics would be expecting students to do. Then there would be note-taking activities during the learning event, whether that's a lab, a studio, a lecture-style class or whatever. And then as soon as possible afterwards, uh, which practically isn't always immediately afterwards, but in the ideal world, it would be pretty much close to immediately afterwards, but certainly ideally the same day. 
there's an additional kind of process of note-taking or note elaboration, which is about consolidating your learning and activity around those notes. So, for example, one of the things that I always encourage students to do is when they're taking notes in a lecture or a tutorial-style class, to leave large gaps in their notes to represent things like, this was a really important issue we were covering at this point in the class, and I want to come back and elaborate some detail to this important issue. Or, I found this really hard to follow or confusing or challenging, so I've left a gap to signal that I need to do more work on this particular part of the class material. I got distracted or I fell behind and I'm not quite clear about what should have been there. And so by leaving some spaces, you signal to yourself, there's more that should be here than is currently there. And then that means when you do that kind of review process of your notes, you've got some target and focus to kind of what you're adding to that. And then the final step of note taking, which is no longer the note taking part, it's the note using part, is each week I would be really aiming to set aside a small amount of time to review the previous week's topic. Go back over the notes you've taken from the previous week in that subject, uh, do some of that elaboration checking and um, in re-engaging with the material before it fades too strongly in your memory. We know that note-taking is important during classes, but will it actually help them retain information or is it just to summarise what the lecturer has been saying? What would you say would be the importance of note-taking? The importance of note-taking relates to why you're taking notes. Some people would be taking notes primarily as an aid to try and direct their focus in the learning event, and other people are taking notes almost as a, a record of the learning event. Um, and what you see some students do is they take notes as a record of the learning event and then they never look at them again, or they look at them the night before the exam. And that's kind of not very effective utilisation of the notes. So if you're thinking of note-taking as part of a, a, a learning process, you would be taking notes as a focus aid while you're actually in the learning event, and then they become a partial record of that learning event, which you can then subsequently elaborate in detail to then be a structure to assist you with the review and revision processes, particularly when you have exam-based assessments at the end of the semester. It's really great that you mentioned the why, because some students just want to write everything that the lecturer has been saying. And there's research that shows that the average lecturer speaks 120 to 180 words per minute, but the typing speed just reaches 33 words. So what would be your advice for new students that don't really know what's important to write and what's to leave out? If they have done the pre-work in preparation for that learning event, they should have some sense of what would be significant or important. And I, if I was meeting with a student and they were saying something along the lines of, I don't know how to recognise what's important, then I would suggest that they need to do more preparation for that class activity so they've got a stronger sense of what's important. Because the answer to the question, what's important, becomes what's important to you. Any final remarks? The final remark I would make would be in relation to uh, you test in your bedroom, which is a, a common experience of many students uh, last semester and possibly this semester at all, that to think of the reality of we're in the same physical space, but we have to be in two head spaces. And so really thinking about some ways that you can signal to your brain 
that even though you're in the same physical space, you're now in the headspace to do your university work. So that's things like, you know, trying to avoid being in bed when you're trying to study because beds aren't for study, they're for other things. If you are recreating with a screen in the same space that you're studying in this, with a screen, of trying to at least make some ways in which that feels different to help your brain develop the habit of, oh, now it's UTS at home study time rather than having a sense of there's no differentiation between the moments where you're at home at home and the moments you're at home at university. You have reached the end of this episode. Now, to recap on how to manage your time effectively. Step one, plan. Step two, understand why you are writing notes. Step three, take care of yourself. We hope you find these tips helpful. See you in our next podcast episode. Until then, stay organised.